Hello, my name is Preston Thomas, and this is episode 26 of The Way of Jesus. Today's episode introduces a second major problem the new teachers of Jesus' religion must face and provides guidance as to how we should proceed. If you like this podcast and find it helpful, please like, subscribe, and tell your friends about it. A complete listing of all episodes with their links and transcripts may be found at thewayofjesus.us. Because of the hold that radical secularism has on our society and its economic, political, and even religious institutions, it is evident that the revival of Jesus and his true teachings will be forced to function in a hostile environment. However, secularism and its destructive results are not the only major challenges we face. Radical changes in the social order are presently taking place all over the world, and this is resulting in very complex, chaotic, and confusing times for all. In the 21st century after Christ, we find ourselves not only in the midst of an increasingly more acute war between godless secularism and spiritual religion, but also in a time of ever-changing social conditions. Mechanical inventions and the dissemination of knowledge are modifying civilization. Society has left the peace and tranquility of established tradition and is on the march towards a new planetary destiny. The social order is no longer settled and relatively fixed. The stability of the past is gone, and we live in a time of constantly changing social conditions. This new and oncoming social order will not settle down complacently for a long, long time, perhaps even a millennium. The human race must become reconciled to an ongoing procession of changes, adjustments, and readjustments. This procession of changes, adjustments, and readjustments signify the fact that we are living in a time of worldwide social transition. The world is undergoing a major transition from one phase of civilization to another, from one level of culture to another. Such times of transition are inherently dangerous. There is much that can go wrong. We have left the stability of an established social order as we move step by step into an unknown future filled with ever new changes and challenges. We live in psychologically unsettled times and are forced to carry on our lives amid the sociologic riptides of the transitions of a scientific era. We are called to endure continuous economic changes, disruptions, and upheavals. We must survive the moral cross-currents of a constantly shifting social landscape. Many are anxious, restless, fearful, uncertain, and unsettled. 
At such dangerous times of social transition and never-ending change, each individual needs to carefully scrutinize their charts of morality and observe their compass of religious guidance. Genuinely, genuine spiritual religion is desperately needed to function as a forceful influence for moral stability and spiritual progress amid the ever-changing social order and never-ending economic adjustments. Religion is called to act as a wise guide, experienced counselor, and spiritual pilot in these complex and confusing times. Religion must make clear and vigorous restatements of its moral mandates and spiritual precepts to guide and stabilize society in this new, ever-changing environment. Unfortunately, institutional religion is relatively powerless to provide leadership in this worldwide social reconstruction and economic reorganization. This is because institutional religion has become an organic part of the social and economic systems that are destined to undergo change. Institutional religion cannot reconstruct society until it has reconstructed itself. And being so much a part of the established order, it cannot reconstruct itself until society itself has been reconstructed. Only the real religion of personal, spiritual experience, the religion of Jesus, can function positively and effectively in the present crisis of civilization. We must look within for the spiritual guidance, moral clarity, and strength we need to see us through these chaotic times. The fact that we are living in the dangerous times of transition from one level of culture and civilization to another means that a return to Jesus' religion of individual spiritual experience is even more needed. We need a rebirth of Jesus' kingdom, the rule of God in the hearts of of believers, not only to counter the dominance of secularism and its evil fruit, but also to stabilize and guide us through the uncharted waters of continuous social change and upheaval. These two great modern problems should inspire and energize true followers of Jesus to redouble their efforts to bring about a return to Jesus and his teaching to look to God within for guidance, help, and comfort. What does this ongoing social change mean for the new revelation of Jesus? Basically, it means that we must undertake and pursue the spiritual regeneration of others in an environment not only of established and hostile secularism and ever-growing evil, but also amid the dangers and chaos of ever-changing social, economic, and political conditions. A very difficult task indeed. But we must remember that such times of darkness and confusion are ideal times 
for the light of a new divine revelation to appear. To successfully function in such challenging conditions, we do best to first clearly and courageously face the difficult world conditions in which the new revelation will occur. As in many aspects of our life, we should look to Jesus' life and teachings for trustworthy guidance. He taught with great courage. He was fearless in his proclamation of the new gospel of the kingdom while facing the opposition of established religious authorities and the Roman rule. He also carried out his religious mission, which was seen as a threat by the established power elite, with great wisdom. Jesus cautioned his disciples, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be you therefore as wise as serpents and as harmless as doves. He also sought to proclaim his gospel without directly challenging the established social, political, and religious order. For example, he admonished his disciples to render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and to God the things that are God's. And we should remember that although he urged his followers to cooperate with the established authorities whenever possible, he also taught believers to stand strong when called upon to defend righteousness. Jesus lived by faith and trusted in God's overcare, no matter what the situation. He maintained unbroken prayer and communion with the Father and always sought his guidance in the conduct of his mission. His life was dedicated to doing his Father's will, even when it meant his submission to death on the cross. In pray his prayer in life and as he faced death was, Not my will, but yours be done. And we must remember that Jesus taught forgiveness of those who trespass against us and proclaimed love as God's greatest commandment. In our work to bring a new revelation of Jesus, it is good to also remember that Jesus was not a man of sorrows, but rather taught us to be of good cheer and even to rejoice and be exceedingly glad. Insofar as possible, we should live and teach Jesus with joy and good cheer. And we may be encouraged and heartened by his promise that great is your reward in heaven. This concludes episode 26. Episode 27 will focus on the good news of the coming triumph of Jesus and the next phase of his spiritual kingdom. My book, The Life and Teachings of Jesus, is available from Amazon.com. This book organizes the Jesus verses from the Bible into 180 short chapters, with each chapter focused on one event in his life. These chapters are arranged in the order in which they occurred, thus producing 
an easy-to-understand story of Jesus' life and teaching. It also includes a number of helpful footnotes and study aids. This book has brought new light and hope for many, and it can do so for you. On Amazon, you can also order the abridged audiobook and the ebook edition. This book is also available online at thelifeandteachingsofjesus.org. Thank you for watching and listening. Until next time, may God be with you.